Blog Talk Radio. of Eastern Airlines. You've come to the right place if you're part of the Eastern family and friends. And now, if you're under 40 and haven't heard of this legendary airline, we hope you will understand how former Eastern people love to talk about their beloved Eastern Airlines. Folks from all over the world listen to our Eastern Airlines radio show now on the air for nearly 10 years. Thanks to Cyber Radio, we can identify over 50 countries on nearly every continent. So here we are again, Monday night, talking about our favorite way to fly, Eastern Airlines. We can truly say we are the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. My name is Neil Holland, the producer of the show, and along with hosts from many different areas in the U.S., we say welcome to our Eastern world. And now it's time for our announcer, Chuck Albright. Welcome back, Chuck, to get Eastern Flight 464 in the air. Chuck, it's all yours. Well, hello, Eastern family and friends. I'm great to be back. Our producer said we're glad you're with us for more Eastern talk, news, and information. As we've said, my name is Chuck Albright. I'm coming to you live from the village of Florida. Our producer, Captain Neal, is in St. Augustine, and our hosts are scattered all over the country. Captain, Captain Jim and Carrie Holder live in the Atlanta area. Captain Mike Scott in the uh, New York area out on Long Island, as is Captain George Jen, going to Fleece in Wesley Chapel, Florida, just north of Tampa, and Dorothy and Don Galley in the villages just north of me. Thanks, Don, for the great job you did while I was out for the past two weeks. Mark Parter is our new Eastern 301 reporter and is in the Miami area. Hello, one and all. Our producers, if you see any of our other regulars, please let me know. From all our hosts, welcome, and thank you for listening and calling the show for over the past nine years. We have tru- You have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. We would love to hear your comments and share your memories with the radio listeners from around the world during the broadcast. We'd love to hear... We love... We haven't had... uh, I'm sorry. We haven't called a show before. All you need to do is call 213-816-1611 and just say hello and talk to us on the air, live, every Monday evening, 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Many of our listeners choose to listen through our computer using the radio icon on our homepage at www.ealradioshow.com or perhaps by signing in on the site of our provider, Blog Talk Radio, at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. Now remember to abbreviate the word Captain to C-A-P-T. Should you wish to talk, talk during our live broadcast, feel free to use our call-in number, 213-816-1611 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Let me repeat the number so you can write it down for your, for your Monday night visit. By the way, tell your friends about us. 213-816-1611. Our membership is growing. We are now way up there to 1,045 Eastern family and friends. And don't forget, you can listen to any of our 464 Monday night broadcasts and our 100-plus Thursday broadcasts by simply going to these, to these broadcasts and your um, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Captain Eddie. That's Captain C-A-P-T-E-D-D-I-E and scrolling down through the archives of our broadcast. Each episode is briefly described, and we're nearly 600 episodes now, and all because of the listeners like you wanting to talk about Eastern Airlines. Our lines are always open for calls, and if you choose not to participate and talk live with our host, we ask that you please mute your phone, as our producer does not have the capability of filtering out background noises, such as barking dogs and slamming doors and ice cubes and beverages and, you know, ringing the phones and stuff like that. That's why they put the mute feature on your phone. Now, I see we're number one for takeoff. So, Captain, let's get flight 464 in the air. Eastern 464, you're cleared for takeoff. Roger, Eastern 464, we're on the roll. Wind 10024, runway 13 right, cliff takeoff. that doesn't plan for the future may not have one. Five years ago, Eastern saw the future in a remarkable aircraft. Now it's here. The new Boeing 757, the most advanced, most fuel-efficient commercial jet ever built. It's going to help Eastern hold down the cost of flying for years to come. We earn our wings for you. This is uh, Atlanta Cruise Gad, and I have you on a trip tomorrow. I think we'll enjoy this one. We're calling it Come Fly With Me. I didn't know we were naming our trips now. What's this all about? Well, we're taking a nostalgic musical trip 
to the cities that uh, we served over the years. Oh, okay. Which cities are we talking about here? We had well over 110 cities, as I recall. <laughs> well, we'll have your flight plan all printed out for you when you check in it. Two hours later, the captain checks in with flight operations to meet his crew and learn about the cities Eastern served over the years. Some he had never flown into before, mainly because they were discontinued as the years went by and the props were retired and jets took over the routes that Eastern was awarded and chose to fly. Jim, how about starting our Come Fly With Me show? Well, thanks, Karen, my love. Well, folks, some of us remember those prop airplanes that served us so well over the many years in smaller cities such as Albany, Albany, as the southerners call it. Right above that is Macon, Waycross, Columbus, not the one in Ohio, it's in Georgia, Augusta, Savannah, Brunswick, Rome, and then crossing into Tennessee, where we land and hear our very first musical section. Mr. Producer, please.
Who was the uh, singers and what was the band, guys? Glenn Gals? Miller and Andrew. Yeah. Okay. Andrew Sisters, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don, you got it. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jim. And you sure are right about the service our company provided for the big and small. The cities you mentioned in today's airline economies just wouldn't fit the large carriers, thus making a new market for the smaller companies called commuter airlines. On our last show, our producer flight planned our large cities like New York, Miami, Atlanta, Chicago, New Orleans, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and St. Louis. Now, we don't want to leave out cities so well served like the Air Shuttle, uh, Eastern Airlines call, uh, call the Air Shuttle, call the Shuttle. Let's start with the home of the Pops in the comments. And should you give us a, a clue, here's what the next land will be. Let's listen. I don't remember that either. 
I don't either. In Boston, guys. What's going on? <laughs> oh, yes. Bean Town. As many call her, or to give her a more credit than beans, the cradle of liberty, <laughs> the Athens of America, the hub of America. Hmm. I've never heard of that one. Logan oh. International Airport. Now, that was where Easton shined. As a pilot, who cannot recall those beautiful night approaches and coming in over the bay to touch down in this great place called home, as many did of our pilots and flight attendants and mechanics. One of the many crew domiciles of Eastern and one of the big three cities to be served by Eastern Air Shuttle. Now, since we have boarded the shuttle flight to Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, Mr. Producer, let's listen to what you have chosen to for Washington National Airport, now called Ronald Reagan Washington International Airport. Made it real long that way. Code name DCA, Dulles International Airport. Code name IAD, handles most of, the, most of the international flights. Eastern served all three airports, but we're serving our nation's capital. And DCA, IAD, and BAL, Baltimore International. Mr. Producer, if you will. W-A-S-H-I-N-G. Mr. Producer, what do you have for a selection? 
1793, Governor Simcoe came to see Yorktown rise where rivers flow into the Great Lake Ontario. Fort York stood through fire and war, guarding Parliament, port and shore. Halls and battlements stand there still, Upper Canada Citadel, Toronto, city of sidewalks and trees, markets and gardens and our families, so many villages playing a part, Toronto, a good city with heart. Banks, the frozen bay, springtime flowers, the month of May, summer sunshine, the evening breeze, autumn colors, the falling leaves, living together, safe and clean, sharing a future forever green, city of learning, of finance and art. People from everywhere make a new start in Toronto, city of romance and dreams, fabulous festivals, champion teams, so many villages playing a part, Toronto, the good city with heart, so many villages playing a part, Toronto. Microphone on, and um, here you go, Renee. Are you with us? Uh, I am, but I can't get my mic on. <laughs> I had to put that in there and plug your city, my friend. If you weren't listening, but at any rate, uh, that was one I found two beautiful songs of Toronto, and I thought that was a. Uh, a good one. I uh, can't remember his name. First name is Gil that sang that song. But, uh, Carrie, let's go on and continue on uh, uh, from Toronto, if you got it. Okay. Many of our Toronto trips from Atlanta had a stop in Buffalo, New York, and then over Niagara Falls. On the way to Toronto, a stop in Buffalo would require the flight crew to place their orders for the famous Buffalo Wings, which were invented by the Anchor Bar. Teresa Bellissimo, who opened the Anchor Bar with her husband, Frank, is credited with inventing the buffalo wing. She died in her apartment above the bar in November 1985. She was 84 years old. Our producer told me that the crews usually contacted Buffalo's Eastern Flight Operations about half an hour out with their orders so they would be ready for pickup in flight ops upon their arrival. The first glimpse of Toronto in the air had to be the CN Tower in all its glory, rising 1,815 feet into the Canadian sky, brilliantly lighted at night. It is a beacon most pilots were welcomed to by this wonderful city. Our producer tells me a layover by the crew would not be complete without a visit to Young Street and the theater district, where not only it is a traditional Yorkshire pudding, a savory dish, but is also served 
with or before the main course of the best prime rib served in all of Canada. Thanks, Mr. Producer, for the flight into Canada, our friendly neighbor to the north. Where to from here? Well, that was nice of you, Terry. That was really good. Musical flight to Canada, to where Easton served also Montreal and Ottawa. Now let's see if we can go down from Toronto to Kansas City, Missouri, where I'm sure a producer will come up with a very popular song back in the 50s. They were many of Easton added Kansas City to its route in 1984, and that incidentally was the same year that a new theme for Eastern was introduced. We earn our wings every day, and by God, we did. Mr. Producer, can you spin that song that Wilbur Harrison made popular? Colorado, the Mile High City, great city. 
especially if you're one of those people who like to strike some kind of board on your feet and go shooting downhill, digging and zagging, trying to board a tree or something. Although Denver's nickname is Mile High City because its official elevation is only is one mile above sea level, almost exactly. That's the it's elevation of a spot on a bench mark, and I didn't know this until I saw this. It's a bench mark on the steps of the state capitol building, right there in the middle of everything. The elevation of the entire city ranges from 5,130 feet to 5,639 feet. I'm learning some stuff tonight. Take over, Michael Curley. <laughs> All right, now. Here we go. I think we are.
5,433 feet to be exact. Now let's see what Dorothy's taking us on uh, our next leg. Come fly with us. It's been an interesting, interesting so far. It sure has, John. And you know, guys and gals, we could stay in Texas. Are a great number of cities served by Eastern. Dallas, Houston, El Paso, Corpus Christi, Brownsville, Beaumont, Port Arthur, and the military city USA, as it is sometimes called. But most of us remember it as Alamo City. Mr. Producer, would you give us a Merle Haggard version of this city's popular song? Deep within my heart lies melody, a song of old Saturn song, where in dreams I live with a memory beneath the stars all along. It was there I found beside the Alamo, enchantment strange as blue up above that moonlit path. That only she would know Still here's my broken song of love Still live in my heart 
you're right, Dorothy. We could stay in Texas and play songs of Eastern's past history through this great state. I love flying trips to some favorite cities, Houston, Dallas-Fort Worth, Corpus Christi, El Paso, Brownsville, and, of course, San Antonio, as most callers. Oh, I remember serving as a crew member on a captain's first solo trip as El Supremo, and we all had dinner on the San Antonio Riverwalk at a great restaurant. And as all captains do, he paid, of course. Right, Neil? <laughs> well, I didn't know you were on the trip with me, Colleen, but uh, <laughs> how well I do remember that trip. And you guys threw me in the river right there where we were having dinner. We were eating along the San Antonio River. Just oh, kidding, man. of course. But it was it was my first trip as captain without my mother-in-law, and the crew made it a memorable one. It really was. It was great. We could go on all night playing and talking about eastern cities like we've done for two shows now. But we'll save some more cities for our next Come Fly With Me. Dorothy, you thought of a good theme there. I love. I like this. Dirty Nellie, Yeah, a flight <laughs> around the eastern system. Got some good, good musicals. Uh, this has been fun, and that's the way... The sum up working for Eastern Airlines, it was a lot of fun. Mighty fun. Yes, it was. It was, and I love our memories for everyone. You know, you you, you can't help but think of the stories uh, associated with all of these cities that we did fly into. Of course, I didn't. I don't think um, any of us flew into all of Eastern cities, but... uh, a great many of them, and I uh, never flew the London trip, I uh, wish I had, or Buenos Aires and some of the other South American cities, but it was really fun flying, and uh, any good experiences you want to talk about, any good restaurants, or uh, on oh. your first trip, uh, George Jen, uh, George, you with us uh, still? I'm here, Neil, <laughs> yeah, I'm just listening, enjoying it. <laughs> My first trip was so long ago. I think I forgot what it was like. Actually, it was it was from Miami. It was Come from Miami to Pittsburgh. Miami oh, to Pittsburgh. Wow. I remember that. Yeah. And uh, it was a turnaround. Yeah, I was based in Miami just for a month, and then I moved up here to New York. But uh, that was my first trip, and uh, it was pretty interesting, you know. Yeah. Colleen reminded me of something. Uh... Uh, in the 80s, I worked in Fort Lauderdale for a period of time. We used to, uh, we had a trip, a round trip, Lauderdale, Philly, Lauderdale. And we used to have the guys in Philly send us those great cheesecakes, <laughs> those cheese sandwiches, yeah. uh, steak and cheese sandwiches. They were so good. And then in the winter time, we used to send those guys uh, a case of oranges from Florida. So it kind of worked out. Good either way. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I remember my first trip, Neil, if I might put it in real quick, in Chicago, the first trip, Captain Vince Rush was the captain, DC-7, and our first stop was Indianapolis, and it was a snowstorm going like you wouldn't believe, and we had to make a go-around, and I thought to myself, my God, I've never made a go-around in my entire life, and here on my first trip with Eastern Airlines, <laughs> we pull up and go-around. 
<laughs> I said, God Almighty, my learning, my horizons have been broadened. <laughs> oh, he was a great guy to have on the first flight. He bought me my first martini with Eastern Airlines when we finally got to Orlando that night. Now, there's another show we could do on martinis. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it wasn't Orlando. I'm sorry. It was yeah, Atlanta. if you remember them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was in a hotel. I can't remember the name of it. Right there at Lake, Lake well, something. Well, so. well, Jim, since you brought martini up, I've got to tell you this. Uh, Corpus Christi, uh, Captain uh, Jim Shannon. You remember Jim Shannon? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Jim. And, great, and great I was flying. Great yeah, guy. co-pilot. Brand new co-pilot flying on the Convair 440, and we had a layover downtown in Corpus, and mm-hmm. uh, he said, "I'll see you in my room in about uh, 20 minutes. Can you can you come on <laughs> yeah, to my room? And flight attendant will be right. there too." And I oh, said, boy. "Yeah, I, I had no idea what was about to happen." <laughs> so got into my street civvies and went straight to Jim's room. And there he had opened up his suitcase, and on one side were clothes, and the other side was a bar. I mean, he had a shaker, he had gin, he had the olives, he had the glasses, he had it all. And from that time on, I was a great fan and drinker of Beef Eater. And Bob Sherry wasn't far behind. I had my first trip with Bob. He scared me to death and acting, looking mean at me and everything. And then he was just putting on a show, you know. I was brand new on the electro second officer. And he said, when we get to Orlando, you come into my room and we're going to, we just put a titty bit of in my martini. And the whole crew was there. And I had to make drinks for everybody since I was brand new on the electro. Oh, boy. Those were the days, man. Why can't we go back there? Yeah, it ain't going to happen, Jim. Well, we are, in a sense, we are going back because we're doing it uh, this way. Mm. <laughs> but but it's really been a lot of fun, and we'll we'll uh, oh, cover man. some more Eastern I love cities these and... kind of shows tonight, Neil. This is a great show. Yeah, it really is. Well, we're talking you about know, Eastern, speaking... and we're having a little musical entertainment, too. If we just yeah, had the gin oh, martinis there, it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> To get off the subject with the, with the drinking, we've all seen that movie. It's a mad, 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 mad world. Yeah. Had the uh, when Buddy Hackett and Mickey Rooney were flying the Beach 18 with Jim Backus. Yeah. And he put them both in the seat, and he says, "You guys take over for a while." And then they look at him and say, "What if something goes wrong?" He says, "What could go wrong? Making an old fashioned." He was going to go back and make a drink. <laughs> Oh boy! Uh, I'm so old. We have several more cities to go, and uh, don't know whether we'll have a song in Fort Lauderdale or uh, uh, some of these other little cities. But uh, I remember well the Georgia cities. Do what? I'm sorry. Where the boys are. Where the boys are. Connie friends. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that, there you go. Hey, thanks oh, for telling me. To, yeah, leave it to Josh. He'll dream up some. He just has a, a crap load of them. Well, he used to be with the boys in the band, I think, Don. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, Mark Porter is with us. We've got Michael. Michael Zoll. Michael, are you with us? And uh, let's see. Renee, I've already – you got your yes, uh, microphone on now, Renee? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Yeah, that was a great song you found. I'd never heard it before. Well, there were two of them. I might play yeah. the next one for you <laughs> next time we strike up the band. But uh, both mm -hmm. of them, I, I found it found it hard to choose which one. And uh, yeah. But that one uh, seemed to talk a little bit about uh, downtown Toronto area. That was a great, and, uh, uh, great selection. Yeah. But you guys remember at night coming into Toronto and that CN Tower sticking up oh, there man. after you, you passed over. That was a tall uh, booger. Yeah. Niagara Falls. And, and uh, you knew right away when you crossed into the water over there and you saw that, that uh, mm -hmm. high tower almost 2,000 feet up in the air. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, do they have a restaurant at the top of that, to Renee? Uh, yes, they do. Yeah, it's a re revolving one. Okay. Yeah, I've, been, like I've been in that. Uh, have you? When my daughter was little, we went to uh, Canada quite a bit, so I've been up in that one. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, Mark is with us tonight. Thanks a lot, guys, for the show, and uh, it was good. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the music, the Boston. I didn't know whether you heard the lyrics of Boston, but there there were some words in there, Logan International, which I thought was right. uh, a good way yep. of introducing that song because we know it was Logan Airport, International Airport, or they call it Boston International, I guess. Right. But Mark yeah. Porter, how's the new Eastern Airlines mm -hmm. Uh, doing and uh, I ask you if you could bring us something about yeah, uh, the CEO of the new I've got that written down too. Can um, you give it? I lay it either, on. I can either. I can either tell you what uh, Eastern is up to right away, quickly, and then go into yeah, go him, ahead. or I can do the reverse. Go um, ahead. Tell us well, what's happening Eastern, at Eastern. Eastern flights are in Rome, and they were in. Uh, Alaska, wow. San Antonio, Dulles, and an army base in um, Texas that I forget. Wow. Um, and the aircraft is still over in Rome right now. So that's kind of interesting. I... Wow. You're not talking about Rome, Rome, Georgia, Rome. are you? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Italy. Uh, Rome, wow. Georgia. Is that the first time they've been in Rome, Italy? Yeah. And... Um, I looked at all the flights coming out of there, and they're usually seasonal. So if you're going to go, like, twice a week, it's a perfect year-round flight destination city. Wow. Uh-huh. And That's the 777, yeah, I know. The 777 went to um, Kansas City today, and as of yesterday, I saw Eastern had acquired another 747 BCF. Uh, so it looks like they'll be using 747s for their freighter aircraft. Um, yeah, it's really cool. And the 767 should be coming out of Peru any day. Uh, Eastern's um, CEO, Steve Harsh, um, began his career as a Tomcat pilot flying F-14s for the United States Navy for 10 years. He flew from 1986 to 1996. He was decorated, a highly decorated pilot flying over 1,600 hours. 
for the United wow. States Navy. Um, Mr. Harf uh, began his commercial career in 1996 as assistant director of traffic for North American. He moved on from there to become the director of marketing for GT development from 98 to 2000, where he went in 2000 for North American Airlines as a vice president of finance from 2000 to 2002. And he moved from there as COO from 2002 to 2006. Oh, wow. In 2006, he, he went to Indigo Airlines in in uh, India and worked there as a CEO for uh, a COO from 2006 to 2008, basically getting that airline off the ground, and it's one of the most successful airlines today. Wow. He then moved as a CEO to and president of US Air, US, USA 3000, and he was there for uh, four years and then went to North American Airlines as a COO from February 2012 to December 2012. I think that's when it went under, right? Um, And then he uh, became president and CEO of Jet Aviation. That's an airline leasing company. They leased uh, aircraft and, I think, engines and stuff, right? Yes, I read about that. Uh huh. And then he went to a company that I'd never heard of called uh, Velos, V E L O S, Aviation. And he was a COO there for one year. Where was that? Out of uh, Italy? Velos? I didn't look that up, Dorothy. I should look that up. Um,. I was writing them down so quickly because I saw Neil thing quickly. Um, and then in 2014, 15, he became COO for Allegiant um, and was there for a year until he came to Eastern as CEO in 2019. So he's very accomplished and uh, wow, has had good times and and rough times. Um, with sometimes they bring a like uh, David Van Miller and stuff like that, they bring him in too late to do anything for the airline. They bring him in to save. But I've heard him repeatedly say with Eastern, um, they take tremendous pride is that they own all their aircraft outright. And I don't think there's one airline that owns their aircraft 100% outright as Eastern does. And, yeah, their aircraft may be be pre-owned, but I'm a used car guy. I mean, I do not believe in new. If you pay $200 million for an aircraft and you pay $9 million for a 767 that needs fixing up every now and then, you just you, you can't. There's no mathematical math that's going to say to you, well, the 787 burns less gas, yet I paid $200 million for it. Uh, you know? Mark, I saw on Yahoo today that China is buying a lot of Boeing aircraft that uh, are out oh, there really? parked, and I'm sure they're getting them for a uh, really good bargain basement price. So you said that China is, right? 
Yeah, China. Yeah, um, I think what they're referring to there, Neil, is that the BOC, Bank of China, is coming in and buying a lot of Boeing aircraft that pertain to U.S. airlines. So they're worried about that because they bought uh, 20, 22 from United Airlines, 10 from Southwest Airlines, and 18 from American Airlines, and then wow. released them back to those airlines, but they back own them. To, yeah, wow. So China is beginning to have a tremendous influence in the airlines, basically, because they could up the lease rate at a certain point in time. So I think the U.S. government is becoming a little worried about the threat that the Bank of China is having with um, U.S. airplane make, um, uh, yeah. uh, airlines. Yeah. They've been, they've been eating this up for years. Yeah, you might not remember this, but when we got our 727s, uh, Greyhound bus system owned a lot of uh, our airplanes and leased them back to us. And, Jim, you probably remember on the uh, cockpit door on the inside, uh, there was a piece of paper that was... Uh, uh, framed and attached to the door about the leaseholder, and which yep. was Greyhound Greyhound system, Greyhound bus. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're right. The re- registration, right. yeah, with the the, yeah. the leaseholder yeah. owns the airplane. Yeah. They had to put it on there. Yeah. Yeah. You remember the the horrible events of 9/11, right? Yeah. Um, Again. Um, right. And I've always been interested in airplanes because my dad was a bomber pilot. And I, I learned that the the toilets in 1991 became vacuum toilets. So I was talking to the flight attendant on this one jet. I said, what's the a year of this aircraft? She goes, I don't know. She come with me. And I didn't know the year was by the cabin's door, the captain's, yeah. captain's door. So we're walking up there 100 miles an hour. This is not too long after that, and this was an American Airlines jet. And all of the first class people start looking at me. And I sit there and go, what are they looking at? And then I realize, as we're halfway up there through first class, this is not too good. But she continues to parade in front of me, which does not look good either, right? And then she looks at the, the sticker on the door, and she goes, you're right. It's 1991. I said, good, let's get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, I want to. Has anyone ever been on an airplane themselves? By themselves? Have we what? Been on an aircraft if you're not flying it by yourself? Yeah, I think I have. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) <laughs> no, because I was a passenger on Eastern, and I was the only person on that plane. Yeah. And it started to back out of the gate in Philadelphia, and I jumped up and said, oh, please don't leave just for me. And they <laughs> said, no, son, we got to leave. I was like, oh, so they took me up to first class. Talk about <laughs> martinis. That was great. Yeah. 16 years old. <laughs> <clears throat> Terrible. Very good. Well... Uh, we're running out of time here. Thanks so much, Mark, for your report. And hey, you're um, welcome. Yeah. Want to ask uh, Jim? I think you have an announcement before I turn it over to Dorothy and 
And uh, Jim, yeah, real, you want to real, real, you, real quick? The uh, Reaper Board met day before yesterday, and due to the virus, uh, we have canceled the August reunion, Reaper reunion. And just what a safe thing to do. It's it's a problem with old folks, a deadly problem with old folks, and unfortunately we're old folks, so we uh, decided it's not going to happen. There is no Reaper reunion in August. Well, you mean I got to cancel my reservation, Jim? You'll get your money back. <laughs> have to worry but about you still canceling. Gotta, you still gotta come over here They'll cancel you. <laughs> we'll sit on my sun deck and drink a couple of beers and talk about the radio show. <laughs> there you go. Well, my suggestion, it. you know, you can probably try to do it by Zoom. Have you ever thought about that? Do it by what? Zoom. Zoom. Zoom is oh, a Oh, yeah, we uh, had a, a board pro- meeting by Zoom, and there was there's eight board members now somehow. I don't know. We got another one on there somehow. There was eight board members. Eight more members on Zoom was a total disaster. If we had 400 people on Zoom, I'd shoot myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously something wasn't done right because if you oh, looked God. at TV, they, had, uh, they have had all kinds of different choruses that they brought up on there with about, I don't know, 40 people in the chorus. I mean, it was absolutely fabulous, but there's got to be well, a I way think, that you know what to do. If I had to do a Zoom again with 400 people, I'm going to lay in about 15 martinis right here on my desk. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, latest is, the latest is marriage by Zoom. Oh, oh boy! <laughs> I've had enough marriages without Zoom. How about the honeymoon? <laughs> Is that good just for the weekend? That's a honey Zoom. The honey Zoom. <laughs> oh. oh, this is getting out of control. Oh God! <laughs> Dorothy, you better you take control of this now and tell us tell us what's oh. going on here. No. Thank you. Colleen, if you're still with us, do you have uh, any report on the Silverliners? Not really. Everybody's just keeping in touch with, uh, you know, Connie started like a a once a month check-in and everybody adds to it and then we hear from other chapters. Everybody's just staying in touch and looking forward to hopefully having our convention next year. Good. It was nice having her with us on the show last week. And uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, and if anybody if anybody wants information, they can on Facebook. They can go to Silverliners International, and if they uh, are thinking about joining, they can uh, send a message to the Silverliners dot org for information and uh, an application. And they're right. taking pictures from all airlines. Very good. I I just like to say something. I'm just so impressed at the bravery and professionalism of the flight attendants, because they're the ones back there with all these passengers, and they really don't know. They really have the scariest job up there right now. They're doing an amazing job. Yeah, they really do. I've watched that on TV myself. They've showed some. Some airplanes taken off with people in it, 
some people have masks, and believe it or not, some don't. So is it certain mm-hmm. airlines that are asking for masks? Yeah, I think Americans are getting a little too, you know, liberal, and that's a little spooky. I mean, they're packing their aircraft. They have right. tons of flights, whereas Delta and United have sort of held to the middle seat, empty. Yeah. Americans going to fill their Well, they, they could eliminate that whole thing by, you know, the first person that comes on the airplane yeah. that has an exploding exploding mask. That'll be the end of that. Yeah, yeah no problem. Well, all good things have got to come to an end, and we're about out of time here. Uh, Dorothy, can you quickly tell us what's coming up here? I can. Next week we have Once Upon a Long Time Ago, which is a walk down the mind's memory lane, followed by the the music of the bands in the 50s. Then we go to an Eastern history. A little humor goes a long way. And we'll have dance music of the bands in the 60s. And then we're going to cover EAL history crew schedule. So um, be sure to join us, folks. We have a lot of things planned for us. And uh, don't forget, we have our Thursday show every single Thursday at 3 p.m. Oh, that reminds me, Dorothy. Yep. Dorothy, that reminds me. Thank you very much. Uh, this Thursday, I'm canceling the show. Uh, I've got to take Peggy to the Mayo Clinic where she'll spend the day there. So I've got to put that information out over the web. So if you can, I appreciate okay. it. And we won't have a what show is, this Thursday. Yes. All right. What I'll do also is I'll put it in our e-blast on Wednesday. That way, okay, they, uh, they, you know, everybody will be in touch with uh, knowing that uh, it will be in the following week, correct? Yeah, no problem. yeah, sure will. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we'll do that. So uh, we want to thank our major sponsor quickly, uh, the Retired Eastern Pilots Association, for the generous donation that they continually uh, aid us with each year. So we, we are hoping that that will continue, and uh, we want to thank them so much for it. Any of our members who care to contribute $40 uh, for as a donation. We sure need our Eastern members to do so. Uh, we love Eastern. We want to keep it on the air, and we want to do it well into 2021. So please um, send any donations made out to the Eastern Airline Radio Show in care of uh, Captain Neil Holland at 9776 San Jose Boulevard, Suite 12B, Jacksonville, Florida, 32257. Remember, why not be a sponsor, sending our donation to keep us on the air. And next week we'll look forward to another program uh, with Neil and our team. And our host, thank you so much for joining us every week and our members for keeping us on their mind. Back to you, Neil. Now I see we're in range of our point of departure on this Come Fly With Us flight. So, Jim, would you please put us down gently on an Atlanta runway? Okay, Atlanta Tower, Atlanta Tower, this is Eastern 464. We got the airport in sight, and if traffic permits, we'd like to land on 27 right. Roger, Eastern 464. We got you in sight. The wind is 260 at 10 knots. No reported traffic. 
and you are clear to land on runway 27 right, and they crash equipment's out there. Oh, equipment's out there. Okay, we'll keep an eyeball out there. We're coming over there. Let me tell you, let me tell you, we just left Birmingham about an hour and ten minutes ago, and I'm trying to tell you, that was the sweetest gal I think I've ever heard of. Boy, she cleared up a takeoff. Oh, man, I'm going to go back to Birmingham and take that gal out. Oh, what a sweet girl. Anyhow, watch out, Carrie. Listen, I'm, talking, I'm trying to get my thing here. We're going to land. We're going to land this thing. We're not going to wake a soul up there, sweet dreams. Boy, am I a good pilot. In other words, it's going to be one of my dream landings. Okay, you got it, boys. <laughs>